0: Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. Alright, it's
1: Razzle
2: Dazzle time! I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's Sound Guy Joe. Hello. Start it. What? Start it. Oh, so, here's the f- Oh, my angry? If I wanted to watch <laughs> a series about a bunch of teenagers going around investigating weird stuff, I'd watch Scooby-Doo. Well, it and if starts- I wanted to do that without I- watching Scooby-Doo, I'd watch it.
1: Well, it starts with them being kids. They're in middle school.
2: Well, Scooby-Doo, there—the target audience is middle schoolers, uh-huh. so they act like middle schoolers, but, Scooby- but they're adults.
0: Scooby-Doo doesn't have eldritch horrors.
2: Are you sure? Some I of the later seasons absolutely have <laughs> eldritch <I> mean- horrors. <laughs>
0: That's fair. <sighs> I feel like the three that you gave, it's its like a scale, right? Scooby-Doo is like on the goofy end of the scale. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is on the scary end of the scale, and yeah. Stranger Things sits in the like, middle it's area. It's definitely in the middle. It, it's a goofy show, but it's also a scary show.
1: Yeah, it has his um, horror moments, air quotes. Yeah. Yeah, so a we're talking about Stranger scared. Things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I didn't mean to end it off, start it off with negativity. I'm just not a fan. It's
0: fine. No, let's <laughs> let's freaking go. Hey, it's a hot take. Did yeah, it, it, all the other podcasts, they're all going. Wow, Stranger Things is so funny. <laughs> Here we started out with the shit. Yeah, Stranger Things sucks. <laughs> no.
2: I hate Supernatural, but I'd rather watch Supernatural.
1: <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay.
2: That's 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 a hot take. Because Jensen Ackles is funny,
1: and Winona Ryder's hot. Well. So yeah, uh, no, I don't like child actors,
2: to be honest. Huh? I don't like child okay, actors. Okay, we're not to be talking
1: honest. about when we're not talking about child <laughs> actors. We're I, talking
2: about Winona. Well, Winona's not not the star of the show. There's no star um, in the show. Really Bobby it's the squ- Yes, yeah, the there you go. The it's okay. If anything, it's the literally squad. the
0: whole show is built around. Yeah, we just got to get Eleven to save us eventually. That's fair. <laughs> you are like Papa. <laughs>
2: That's fair. What else? Uh, I feel like I don't
1: know you. You want to go, right? You get that anger out, man. So
2: here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I like Millie Bobby Brown. I think she's a great actress. Yeah, she's great. But wow, way to waste potential on Eleven.
1: <laughs> what do you mean,
2: bald girl? That's angry. Okay, that's season one. Okay, how how does she grow?
1: Her hair. Her and hair grows.
2: Is she still angry?
1: Uh, yes.
2: Okay. Well, also no.
0: <laughs> She also gets sad. Yeah. She also gets sad. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. the, the anger transitions.
2: So we get ev- one emotion from her every season. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know how else? How else would Probably, you react if you're in, in her situation? Yeah, if,
0: if you if you were in a scientific facility, you didn't want to be in uh, that your f-
1: own father is forcing you to do stuff.
0: Yeah,
2: you know. I feel like I would be a bit more complex. <laughs> but, I feel like but
0: you're a kid. What? How old I, is she in season one? They, they like eight. They really explore a character more in the fourth season. But, but <laughs> fourth
2: season. Yeah,
0: that's after hours and hours Listen, and years and
1: years. You're asking she's for kids to have more depth than just being a freaking kid. She, she. She
0: also. No. She has depth. She. She's. She's a kid <laughs> I don't with like problems. Child yeah. actors. She's a kid <laughs> with problems. But it's oh, not. No it's shit. not
1: just the child. The, these are actors that are children, but these are actors that are children acting to be children.
2: Mm.
1: If you're gonna Fair look enough. for multiple level, multiple layers in this onion of kid actors, you're not gonna get it because they're playing kids.
0: I, I, I think the char- they they're really well performed. Like all oh, sure, like, yeah. Oh, I don't really have a problem with the performance here. <laughs> but I, I don't think he's
1: talking about performance. He's talking about
2: the concept, character development or oh. the concept of just like following. Literal children around this. I'm not a fan. I'd it with uh, it's I would prefer what if see. it's adults. You know what I'm saying. So, Hence so my supernatural of, point.
0: So the mix of both doesn't do it for you. It's yeah. Right. Either it, go one or the other. It is the adults too. It's it's the town really, like the well, the misfits of the town who investigate the problems.
1: Right. It's it. Well, I, well, it's three three groups. It's the kids, uh, the adult with Winona and Hopper, and then then the teens. Yeah. Eventually.
0: Um. Yeah. It, it's it's like uh. But at the same time, it's still like like it isn't the kids, right? And the teens, and yeah, the yeah, adults. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess the adult storyline kind of always sits in its own, mm-hmm. but the teens and sort the the teens and kids storylines kind of like mix and whatever yeah. with like a uh, uh, mullet guy always being uh, <laughs> the babysitter, Steve? Steve always being the babysitter. Um, it's uh, Nancy is always around the kids way more often but also always leaves right um
1: she does her own stuff really yeah she's more independent than anybody
0: she she is like she she's the journalist of the group really like she is a journalist yes that's why she's like building her life but she's the one who's like there's a problem let me go check that out well everybody else was
1: messing around (laughs) everyone else was messing around or
0: scared or whatever she's the one who's like yeah, I'm gonna go into those creepy woods. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see what's going on, right? Oh uh,
1: yeah, but uh, is that really why you don't like the show? Like, have you given it a chance? Have you
0: given it a proper season? Chance. He doesn't give any show a proper chance. He watches other stuff while he, he does other stuff while he watches it.
2: Right, you're right. I feel like I watched a bit of season one. A bit? Yeah, like when it first came out, and I just wasn't into it. And I don't think I'd get be into it now that it's done. It's not done. It's not done. This well, gonna be a fifth season. season. That's not gonna be for a while. So yeah. it might as yeah, well be like done. It's out for now. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I, just, I just don't like if you're gonna have a group of protagonists have them either be all kids or all adults. I don't like the mismatch. I don't. I, I,
1: don't I don't like. I'm not a fan. But then, how the <laughs> hell do you expect kids to do the same things that the adults in the story do? You know what I mean? He well, you can be- say
2: that, but you also like the Teen Titans. Teen yeah, Titans are by-
1: superheroes.
2: Well, that doesn't they're matter.
1: They're highly trained by other superheroes that are in the Justice League.
2: I'm not comparing their skill level. <laughs> I'm, cons- I'm comparing their concepts as characters. You're- if you're dealing with this wacky shit long enough, you're gonna get into it.
1: But all of the Teen Titans <laughs> have powers or incredible skill, whereas only one kid here has a superpower.
2: Get good, kids. What can I say? <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh.
2: What can I say? <laughs> the
0: rest of them just play d and D. I don't like Joe's take anymore. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not into it. Yeah, he's just not into I it. I think, I think,
1: okay, how many episodes have you watched?
0: Four. Four?
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think. <laughs> I think it was four. Maybe you just probably didn't like the show. All right. Yeah. Well, I love the show. Okay, let's <laughs> go. <laughs>
2: hey, man, good for you.
0: Um, I so I got hooked as soon, as, like as soon as the first season. Um, oh, okay, I, I've been a fan of the show since it first released on Netflix. It's the reason why I started watching Netflix in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it I don't know. I just really like the the ex, the, the way this show like moves around. To where at some points it is this life lighthearted. The show with like kids interacting with each other being kids but also there's like this smaller mystery to it and then at other points in the show it is like oh my gosh this is terrifying what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i think like this the balance between both of those in a way that isn't like jarring but rather leaves you wanting more is what kept bringing me back also i think i don't think they've done wrong with new characters. Like, usually you, like, bring new characters in a show and you're like, oh, God, there's a new Mm -hmm. character, blah, blah, blah. Um, They've done really well with it. They've killed a lot of them. (laughs) But but they've done done really well with these new characters to where they all feel like they deserve to be here. It doesn't feel like it's like, oh, we needed another character. Let's bring in Max. It's like, no, Max feels like a crucial part of this story, especially once you get season four, of course. But, um but, like, every character that's brought in feels like they're needed. But, uh, uh, the Winona Ryder's uh, first love interest, uh, the,
1: the, the original dad of Will,
0: not the original dad of Will, the the fat, fatter dude with, like, oh, Bob, Bob, um, Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob is an amazing yeah, character, yeah, yeah, and, and so it's like. It's like every time they brought in characters like Bob, like Max, like Max's brother mm, Billy. Um, Billy, Billy, uh, Billy, <laughs> um, and even the this newer character season four. Uh, I absolutely love him, but I always forget his name.
1: Oh, um, oh my god! Guitar dude. <laughs> right, right. Hold on, give me a second.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all these all these characters that they bring in. It's like I want them in this story it's not like i like feel like oh we're exploring bob's story uh it's like no it's like oh it's bob and i and i i hate like bob as not as a character but the character of bob where it's just like this really nice dude and that's all he is like i i hate that but it's also done so well i don't know are you finding his name
1: i'm why is it so hard eddie eddie yeah it's not here it's not in the wikipedia what the hell uh, Eddie, sorry.
0: Everyone forgets about Eddie.
1: <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's, like, the, the lovable one now. He's, like, the most popular now.
0: Oh, my God. He, he had such a powerful, like, introduction You're right. to yeah. where it's, like, him, him at the Hellfire Club table, and he's, like... He's, like, intru- telling them the scout out D&D players, He's like, you have the wonderful opportunity. It, tons of people here don't even know the magical spirits have it. You came to me, and you were wearing your mom, like, clothes your mom picked out, blah, blah. And I showed you that high school can be fun. Now yep. go do that and find <laughs> us another player. <laughs>
1: um, Joe, something that I think you would appreciate about this entire show is the pop culture references since you're on a pop culture podcast well (laughs) x-men especially i mean one like like the first couple of episodes uh uh will and dustin was like we're talking over uh x-men issue 161 or something you know the rise of the dark phoenix they are talking about that issue specifically, which is cool reference. And the Hellfire Club entirely is a X Men reference. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: this is an actual thing in the X Men. So uh, this show is built on references, even at the yeah. subtle level. There, are, there, are, like shots, like the the shots that they compose. A lot of them are just shots, not completely ripped, but like the mm-hmm. idea of that shot was taken from something else. Uh, there's a there's. Tons of YouTube videos about it, if you want to see. But there, you can find comparisons like, "Oh, this shot looks very, very similar to this shot from this 70s, 80s movie." Okay. Uh, this shot looks like this shot from this 60s movie. Right. It's like iconic shots from those movies. They like use the emotions that those shots pull Mm -hmm. to do the same thing in Stranger Things. It's this. It's it's a really like creative take on references to where it isn't just like let's mention the X Men comic. It's also let's show this thing from this movie that only the people who watched this movie and paid attention to Mm -hmm. it are going to realize, like, this is what we're doing.
1: Which, as a film buff, I'm sure you appreciate
0: Uh, Yeah, but even then, I didn't even know most of them until I watched this stuff on YouTube.
1: Right. And I I would assume, as a big D&D player, our resident D&D player, you will love this entire show because everything is D&D.
0: Well, it's like the storyline is is based around these kids play D&D, and because because of the problem solving that they approach D and D with, that's the same approach they try to take with these monsters mm-hmm. in their real life. Even to the point where they compare it to whatever big bad evil guy is the term we use for the villain of the campaign. Demogorgon. Um, they use the mind those player, as the, the names for whatever these alien creatures are, even though like, which is clever. It, it's clever. It's it, and then it allows you to kind of understand if you know what these creatures are, you can kind of understand what. These creatures might be about. For example, the Mind Flare. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows a Mind Flare knows it's a like squid-looking dude thing. It's a humanoid creature. Its face is like squid. It's got tentacles around its mouth, um, and it's a it's psychic. It can speak through minds. It can uh, potentially dominate people. Blah 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 blah. It is very it's like psychic powers that thing. So when you get the Mind Flare for season two, like oh, what can we expect? Possession seems about <laughs> right. Yeah, like that that this whole like uh. Uh, what is it called uh what the things ants have where it's like uh one one mind hive mind hive mind uh these this hive mind thing that like they have you're like yeah that makes sense for a mind flare right. like uh, since I'm a and d fan I'm like yeah, that's pretty neat. The Demogorgon being this thing where its face, like, splits open and it's terrifying. And it just eats.
1: It's a flower vagina.
0: <laughs> it's a, the flower <laughs> vagina, yeah. Um, it's like... Which is lovely. Yeah, that's a Demogorgon. Because <laughs> Demogorgon isn't even, like, a big evil monster. It's, right. uh, it's dangerous and it's bad, but it's not, like, the, the big game-ending creature.
1: I, do, I love that these kids take the abilities of these uh, enemies and they just assign them to what's, what's like the next closest analogy to them, something that they can relate to and easily understand. What do they play all the time? D&D. Okay, so this monster
0: works like this monster, so therefore we'll call it that. Yeah. That's clever. Vecna, the the one for Season 4, yeah. God of Secrets uh, is, is known to be a lich, mm-hmm. so undead type stuff. Uh, is known to be a wizard mm-hmm. type, which fits, and so it it all really fits to see uh, this psychic cr- creature to be like tied between both realms. Uh In D and D, there's a there's a spell called a dream where you can appear in people's dreams, mm-hmm. manifest the way those dreams turn out. And that's that's exactly essentially what, what Vecna is doing, yep. it. and it's like it's very like I can see D and D in this in so many ways, but it's not. D the movie. Right. That's coming out soon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about it. Um but also like uh, we'll talk about DD the movie <laughs> some other day. Um but so so like you have this stuff to where it's DD but it's not in your face D. Yeah. But at the same time it makes you kind of feel like, well, what is this DD thing, right? And that's ultimately what we saw when the first season of Stranger Things came out. There was a huge boom of people wanting to play DD. I mm-hmm. know. Because I was trying to run D and D games, <laughs> and it was it was it went from being really hard to get people to play D and D to suddenly there's a ton of people who are like, so what is this D and D thing? Um, so I think
1: I think because of Stranger Things, a lot of media in the world um, went retro. Like Stranger Things probably just it probably happened before Stranger Things, like the start of it, but it's because of this show I think is what really kickstarted like. Uh, more older fashion coming back, uh, seeing more retro video games coming back, or or D and D and stuff like this. Like a lot of retro nostalgia stuff started happening.
0: Pe- not because, but around the release. Of yes, this yes, and, yeah, and, and maybe, and
1: this probably also had a major influence because we see all this cool arcade stuff. We see the comics. We see D and D. We see board games. We see all these other cool stuff. They mention like other shows like Alf. <laughs> was 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 Alf in, in the show ever? I don't know. I, maybe. I don't know. But, like, stuff like that, and then, then it just became part of pop culture.
2: As much as I admittedly illogically dislike Stranger Things, its uh, effect on pop culture is massive. Yeah. It part, the new It remakes, uh, part one and part two, would not be a thing if Stranger Things was not made. Right. Neither would I think uh, ghostbusters afterlife. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And there is a lot more emphasis on like retro stuff. Yeah, I think you're totally right.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this nostalgia boom was happening before Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things is more so a symptom of the nostalgia boom. Okay. But at the same time, when you release a banger during a nostalgia boom that is another nostalgia piece, it's only going to like accentuate it, make it stronger.
1: How about yeah, how about it normalized all this nerd geek stuff. Oh, that, ad- I you feel know? like it
0: definitely... That along with, like, Marvel. So, Stranger oh, yeah. Things, Marvel, the the recent... <clears throat> so, it's essentially, writers have always been nerds. Yeah. <laughs> and now, they're writing what they want to write instead of what Hollywood execs want yeah. them to write. Um, so, we're starting to, s- like, get a more... A bigger normalization of nerd culture because before, every script just made fun of yeah. nerds. Uh, I do think there was a big stigma towards nerds specifically because of... Media. Oh, definitely. Just, you I mean, make fun of the nerds because they're nerds.
1: Because they're not cool. They're into weird, things. weird little things that nobody else is into, so you make fun of them and
0: you, and you bully now, them. But now we're the cool people. Right? <laughs> no, it's, it's, How the
1: turntables, it's revenge of the nerds. <laughs> if you ever seen that movie, it's a great movie if you haven't yeah, watched that I- movie.
0: Oh yeah, I know. I know. Okay, (laughs) Um, but yeah. So uh, talking about this whole like D and D influence Mm -hmm. side of it, the still nerd culture side. So one of the things I love, like I said, one of the things I love about Stranger Things is the D and D from the references, the small bits in the story. It's very clear that the writers have a love for the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some aspects of the story are a lot like D and D campaigns I've played, like a crazed paranoid town um, or the struggle to open a door uh, to the things we see in season four. And so, noticing these things a lot, I thought it would be fun seeing those as, like, modern equivalents of d and mm-hmm. I wanted to take a few D&D, like, stereotype-esque things and see what the modern equivalent would be for, in y'all's opinion. Mm. So, first up, I have, what is the modern equivalent of the chaotic neutral rogue? The chaotic neutral rogue in any party is the guy who goes, I'm going to pickpocket that person. And they just, they steal everything, they get the party into trouble because they're always, like, just... Off doing their own thing to make their own – do their own wishes. They don't really work with the party, but they work for their own accord right. with the party.
1: Right. Uh, who
0: is? So what What would be the modern equivalent of that? In a person, mm-hmm. in a event that's happened, whatever the case.
2: If you're in a friend group that's particularly large, there's always somebody like that. There's always a kind of chaotic person that doesn't mean like – bad things but they just do whatever the hell they want for example I was friends with a person who was a very nice guy however he had a very strange habit of just taking tires just
0: stealing tires yep (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what? that's. I would say that's the that's the equivalent of the tires and road oh.
2: signs, especially after like hurricanes, because y- mm. it's illegal to take to just rip off a road sign if it's just still standing out. But if it's, it's like already knocked down because of a hurricane, free game your roadside. I was I would say
1: like someone who always steals your food, like not asking. They just you know you're sitting next to them, and you're eat- and you're eating, and they just
0: get a fork and just. Ow.
2: I think you mean girlfriend.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Girlfriends are the, the modern equivalent of chaotic dude. Yes. rogues. <laughs> yes. I'd love to hear it. All right. So next up we have the equivalent of the self-righteous paladin. This is a character <laughs> whose moral code goes above anything anybody will tell them.
2: Hmm.
1: I think the modern equivalent is um, people who are too stubborn and hard-headed to see
0: other points of views. Like... Like... But also the self-righteous paladin will put their morals on you, because like oh, some people can be stubborn, but they're religious not people. Push. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Church folk, <laughs> church folk. Every religion person is just the paladin. You
1: cannot. I like real talk. Like I know I don't, I don't, we don't like talk politics on the show but it's very hard to talk to somebody who is who heavily believes in their own thing and just be like yeah i mean i don't believe it but like if you do that's cool and then they're like why don't you you (laughs) gotta do it because if you don't blah 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 like chill bro you
0: know i see it i see it who's from bro All right. Next up, we have the human fighter. This is this is a stereotype in D anD D because it is just the the easy class to make, right? Because it's like human Human fighter. Human fighter is literally like fighter is the easiest class to play. Human is the most simple race to make, and so it is just like, oh, I need a character. Human fighter, then chads i think chad's, i think yeah
2: when you picture a frat boy yeah. the look of like a, like a white guy <laughs> in particularly good shape with like upper body muscles a button down like shirt that's salmon colored and short shorts and has <laughs> short no tackies? other no other personality yeah <laughs> job yeah yeah there you go mm-hmm. yeah just it's, default
1: <laughs> and all the, and their whole personality just to goes to the gym their life is on
2: easy mode
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i like it i like it all right we have the bard that seduces the bad guys. Oh. Uh, or it's entirely, it's like, I like to roll to seduce. Oh, I got it. Just... I got it. I'm sorry. Okay. It's uh, that
1: one band kid that thinks he's all that, that, he thinks he's a player because of how good he plays, but he's not.
2: He doesn't like, get anything. Like player as in like with the instrument or player with, like with the ladies?
1: Both. I mean, well, he <laughs> thinks he's a good pl- instrument player, but he's not. But because he thinks he's that good, he thinks he he's can get the with comp. the ladies. Yeah, oh, okay. he's got that confidence, but he just looks like a jackass.
0: I'm not a band kid, so I will I will take it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if the I don't know if you made up a person or if that's real. No, that's real. Oh, no, that's real. That's real. Okay. Sorry, band people hate how you have to deal with that.
2: <laughs> I think I think those types of people are like the ones that are very very self-narcissists, really, yes. that they think they can charm their way out of everything. I've known someone that was convinced if they were pulled over by an officer, male or female, they could swab their way out of it. And I, I, I went along with it. Like, yeah, sure. Waiting for that day when he ends up on cuffs for asking for respectable Officer Jones's phone number. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: you were going 90 we in a are... 45. I just couldn't wait to meet you.
0: <laughs> like, stuff like that. What the hell? <laughs> couldn't wait to meet be... That's good. I love it. Um, <laughs> next up, we have uh, the pack mule person who carries all the gear. Me.
2: That's me. <laughs> so that's just, yeah. When you're, like, one of the only few males in a friend group that's mostly female, you're carrying, you're carrying everything. So the simp.
0: Yeah. The, sin, the The simp. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was thinking of those people who still wear, like, the cargo pants with all the oh, pockets. Oh, yeah. Look what I'm f***ing wearing.
1: No way. Look what I I'm, actually didn't even, I didn't
2: even <laughs> notice. I'm wearing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pockets. Eight
1: pockets eight and,
2: eight and one pockets. pair
0: of pants. Yeah, sorry to call you out. Yeah. It's,
2: I mean, I admit it. <laughs> you did, I did. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty.
0: All right. Uh two more. First is uh the guy who always charges in first, the Leroy Jenkins.
2: Ooh. You see, those are the, the ath- th- like they're those are the confident people, the but but they like their confidence is found because more often than not just going in headfirst and solving your problems is the solution. But like it pisses you off because, "Ah, oh, it shouldn't have been that simple."
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's those assholes that's, you know, they're, they're just a dick to you all the time, or dick to people all the time, but yet, whenever they come across any difficulties, they just somehow get away with it. You okay. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was Somehow. Think- I see what you're saying. I, I was thinking, like, uh, the those people who just, every time you bet them or challenge them to do anything, they'll do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I love like a few of those.
0: Just like, yo, yo, jump off the second story into that table. Okay, I, I got Bet. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last one, the dumb barbarian.
2: Now those are gym guys. Those are lunks. The dumb barbarian.
0: I've met a, l- I've met a lot of smart gym dudes. Me too. Apparently, but, like, a lot of stereotype. gym dudes love philosophy.
1: <laughs> I've met too nah, many gym dudes who they love say- philosophy. Sure, but that's the only reason. That's like, that's the only other thing than gym, so they can appear, so they can seem. They have more layers than just being a gym bro for the ladies. Uh, they want to appear deeper. In, more layers than muscle. In yeah. my <laughs>
2: experience, it was the ones that go out and like go to the gym regularly and exercise for no other reason other than just wanting to be buff. Those were the actual smart people that had something to them. But the football players, those, however, they're, my high school was very football-centered, mm. so Same. they had everything set for them, and they didn't really have any reason to be a person outside of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know? Uh, not all gym bros are bad, because yeah. I was one for a while.
0: So you're saying, like, like the, the football is life people, essentially? Yeah,
2: the the X is life thing.
0: Yeah, okay. The, yeah. Yeah, no, I see, doesn't I doesn't see it. Football. Yeah? Alright, yeah, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> that's, so, yeah. But, um... Is my original idea for the game is I was going to do, like, what would these stranger things cast members be if they were er, like a DD class. Sure. Um, but we already know that. We one we already know that cuz like what they play already. But yeah. also but you do it like based off their personality or whatever. No. But also there's like 12 million articles online of like entertainment magazines doing that to right. to like collect clicks. So I didn't want to be just another one of those. Right. It, it's it's the easy one out. So I was like gotcha. hey, I got to think of something. Um t- well well, so I wanted to talk. Use that to transition into the downsides I have. Okay, That's yeah, let's do it. Let's, do it. let's do it. First, uh, I think the media craze behind it is both good and bad, because mm-hmm. there there are some amazing things about it, but then also i love running up that hill but the song has been beat to yeah. death for me yeah it's been used in like so every true. single tiktok and instagram reel i've That's seen true. that like has nothing to do overplayed. with running up that hill. it's super overplayed that and uh the the reggae song from season four that i absolutely love Oh yeah yeah it's it's a uh, oh my gosh uh but that one's also super overplayed as well and so it's like I love having something that's so popular that it's, like, on everybody's radar, right? But with that comes the downside of, like, tons of people who just don't know how to treat someone with respect. Um, and then it, it does kind of ruin it a little bit. Because, right. like, I don't... I love Running Up That Hill. I don't listen to Running Up That Hill right now because I've heard it, like, 30 million times in the past yeah. month. And it's season four craze is over, and I'm still hearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's...
1: It, I think that just goes to the... The social media culture that we're in, the, yeah, the whole viral it's less parts. about the
0: show and more yeah, about the yeah. people mm-hmm. behind it. Um, but then, some actual criticism with the show is: I think that the a lot of the long-running characters uh, lose like their need to be in the story, yet they're still in the story.
1: I think that's because we there's so many new characters.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like we have – you You obviously have to bring in new characters because they add more to the story sure. and blah, blah. But there's a lot of the older characters that we don't – that are either done badly because they're around so much. Uh, one of the, uh, Hop is my example. Oh. Uh, I think uh, Pop Culture Detective does a great video about it. Um, essentially talking about how Hop is – like he starts the show – as a character. He he starts as, like, he's this cop person, but he's a little hard-headed. He's just going to do what he needs to do. Uh, eventually, eventually, he takes on like a fathership role with Elle. Yeah. Starts to learn what it means to be a father, how to be communicative, and eventually, at the end of season two, he learns like how to communicate his feelings with his daughter so that they can both navigate together. Blah blah blah. And then by season three, he forgets all the lessons he ever learned because he's now action. Uh, he's now '80s action hero uh, who just goes at things and punch. he just punches his way out of problems mm-hmm. and doesn't understand his own emotions, let alone the emotions of his daughter, and. It's, it's he he just doesn't he just becomes a great character to like a eh, character
1: i think for most of the characters um when going into season four lost a lot of things uh to their character like i didn't care at all about the whole
0: um will and um mike that that yeah that arc of the story that they're that' chasing l basically
1: yeah trying to find l or whatever that's I didn't care at all about that. I forgot that was even happening most of the time, and and that's like the worst part of it for me for season four. And then uh, the second to worst part that, that I didn't really care that much about was uh, the whole Russian stuff when Hop was taken by the Russians. I think I think everything was just fine up until season three, you know. And and could they have stopped at season three and you know not left that end credit scene of Hop still alive? Yes. Um, did it, is it cool that there's still more stuff?
0: Yeah, that's well, Hop, cool. Hop still being alive is at the end of season three. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah,
1: um, but but I I do see what you mean. Like over time, these characters that were first initially like supposed to be great and supposed to be like a hook turned out to be the, the that hooked dulled over time. And now we have these new characters that kind of pick up the slack. And, I, and I've and i heard, like, in an interview that the Stranger Things, like, the main kids, the main cast, um, was saying, like, one of the problems with the show is that there's too many new characters. It,
0: I, I do agree. It's very... There's, it's hard to get, like, time with people now. Yeah. Because, like... Uh, and really the approach now with this is you just really have to push out some characters from the picture to focus in on the ones who deserve the time. Mm-hmm. But we don't really get that. Like, there's this, there's this whole thing in season four with Dustin and Eddie mm-hmm. building a relationship, learning <coughs> Eddie learning to respect Dustin, uh, but, but Dustin always also really admiring Eddie and then eventually losing him and that breaking him down. Um, but, like, it doesn't hit as hard... Because we get, like, two meaningful interactions between the two. Right. And one of them is very forced. Yeah. So it, it's, like, the, the preparation right before the fight. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's very clearly, like, these... These two are hanging out right before a fight. Blah blah blah. It's good that it's there. It makes sense that it's there. It's very forced that it's there. But
1: it is super cool that he was playing Metallica in the, in the Upside Down. Yeah, that was super cool. Like that was, that was the best. Cinematically, to see. that was great.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I love the show. Like, there's there's so many amazing moments yes. like that. That it's like, oh yes.
1: I think I think as an overarching series, it's weak, but as like. If if you look at each season individually, I think they stand stronger than the whole series as, you know, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, I think season two is the weakest. Like, that's the worst season, in my opinion. Because that's, it's hard to remember what the hell happens. That's the
0: Mind Flare season.
1: That's when the Mind flare, flare gets introduced, and then season three is when the Mind Flare is like, I'm actually here and made of rat and people
0: meat. S- so, yummy. So wait, so mm, oh, to... it's season two is the one where Will's getting all the visions. Yes, and that's what it is. Yes, yeah, I guess just because there's there's no real like force that they're all like fighting mm-hmm. against. It's very confusing season two, but I do think it's it's it is where we get the most out of our characters. Yeah, I guess. Um, so so like... it, it's it's the one where we get the least amount of what I was just complaining about, <laughs> <laughs> but it is also the one where we get. The least amount of direction. It's yeah. It's like every season is good. It's just not perfect. Yeah. But I'm okay with that, really.
1: There's, like, the biggest downside for me is looking at the entire story. In a co- like, looking at the, ho- the whole story and just figuring out, what the hell's going on? Like, I, I understand these are strange things, but...
0: Do you not? Do you not get what's going
1: on? Well, I do now. Like it it's ex- better explained in season 4 because we're like, "Oh, Vecna's behind all of this." Cool. But like, what do Russians no, have to no, do it's, with it? No,
0: it's it's the mind flare. The the, the 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 giant mind flare thing that Vecna's the the guy
1: Vecna's controlling the mind flare.
0: No, it's the other way around. No. Yeah. Fight no. fight fight. In the whole end scene, he's he goes to the thing. He's like how much glorious we could be with I'm pretty sure he's with Vecna. Er, er, he's with he's the one serving the big thing. That's the that big old terrifying thing is going to be the bad guy for whatever the season 5 is. That's why Will's like I can still feel it and blah blah blah.
1: I'm pretty sure Vecna's the one controlling the mind flare. The,
0: the the way he talked about it made it seem like he was like this it is better if we like it, I found something powerful. So like you're saying... Something more.
1: So you're saying... So you th- you think that Vecna and the Mind Flayer created this...
0: No, I think... Are they team? I think that, they're working I th- together? I think the Vecna dude found this very insanely huge and powerful creature and was like, this is my shit. This is where I want to be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, what? Okay.
0: The dude's twisted. All he wants yeah. is to like hurt people. So... Uh-huh he he's found the manifestation of that right in front of him. Okay. And why would he not join up with that? So so he so in his moment he loses everything right. So he's you're wanting- saying
1: the mind flayer is Bowser and Vecna's Bowser Jr?
0: Sure. <laughs> not not <laughs> a, not to that degree, but I I'm saying that like Vecna is a upon a hand of this larger creature. Really? That's what it feels like. Wow. Just just by the way the dude was talking about it. He was like cuz it made it seem like he's very much like uh, the way he was talking to L. He was like mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, I, I wasn't lost. I found something more." Okay. Um he could have he could have just used his psychic powers to take those powers somehow and whatever. But I think more uh, it made it seem like that thing taught him how this world works, taught him what to do, uh-huh. blah blah like like he did, how would he have known how to cross, how to break through the dimensions, make the holes, and whatever all that? Except for this giant smart creature who told him, showed him.
1: Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay, but but you know, I guess that just proves that like the story is confusing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess. think that's the point too. You know, like. Not
0: it's not supposed meant to, to be cut and clear. It's not meant to park? be straightforward. Yeah. It's not him. he didn't go to L and be like, <laughs> "Yes, I found the mind flare, and I'm working for him now." It's like, no, that would be dumb. It's like him being like, "I." It's it's vague because it's what he'd really say. It's him right. being like, "I found something that can help me do what I want to do, so I'm doing it." Right. Um. Uh. Parts that I, that I'm
1: actually confused about is like why, like, if I understand correctly, this whole facility that. Uh, Dr. Brenner made with these psychic kids is to spy on the Russians because this is the 80s and we Obar. are against the Russians. Am I correct on that?
0: Yeah, it's it's a military intelligence. Okay. It's a intelligence project basically. But
1: accidentally uh 11 opened up a portal and then they're like we got to get this. Scrap portal. the project. I was. No, uh,
0: they're like. Uh, at first, they're like exploring it to see what it is and all that. Uh-huh. As soon as they realize that the dangers that it can bring, they're like, scrap the project, blah, blah, but blah. But then the Russians the
1: were like, actually, we want that.
0: The, the Russians were always in it. Okay. The, that's what this, the story is. is they're always in it. They learn about it in Russia. They're exploring it there. And then eventually, they figure out how to get to the U.S. through this, through the Upside Down. That's what season three is is them being like oh they have this facility in the mall for them to bring russian soldiers from russia to the u.s secretly through the upside down
1: i don't know where you got that what through the upside down? They're trying to open the damn portal! No, okay. they already opened it. Okay,
2: I, what? I phoned a friend deb- debating this, and I asked them, hey, does Vecna control the mind flare? I thought it was you're talking flare, like F-L-A-R-E, <laughs> but you're talking about flare, like, yeah. as yeah. in killing and ripping a pot. Yeah. And, and they say the mind flare is just a bunch of black particles. The shape to make it the way that it is, the mind flare, is Vecna's original character that he had drawn as a child. Stop right. typing, your noise me um (laughs) before he became vecna with whatever the hell particles are that made the mind flare in the first place vecna deviant artist (laughs) and the mind flare is his art Uh uh-huh that's what they're saying
0: oh so so like zero zero one is vecna that mind flare thing so vecna found those particle things and was like yeah that was that was my impression uh I don't know. Strange things, Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> it's a show that we watched, and we're the the I'm Russian. The, the Russian plot does like it's very it's forced, but it also it's very it, forced. It, it, it makes sense to me. It, it's the Russians the, are trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to use the upside down to hurt the U.S. Definitely, yes. Yes. That's the that makes total sense. To but like, <laughs> okay.
2: So the mind flare is <laughs> just is, a remember fan how fiction.
0: the soldiers are waiting on the other side for yes. a Hop. Yes. How would they do that if they didn't have their own? Fair, yeah, fair, fair. Uh, that's why I'm co- like I'm convinced that the Russians opened up their own, and it's somewhere that we haven't seen yet. Maybe okay. season survival we'll answer All that. All right. Um, and then the mall was their strategy of like let's use this to get yeah. There's a cover. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Because um, it's Cold War and Russia's looking for whatever way they can to kill right. the U.S. without actually killing the U.S. You're right.
1: And I think that's the only reason why there's Russians in the first place, you know, because this is, this is the time. It's well, the of time. Of they're, they're going to use it.
0: it. It is very much, like, I don't think it's, like, this whole Russia storyline is needed, no. really. But it did work pretty well in Season 3. Yeah. Uh, season 4, though, it felt very forced. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And for Season 5, sure, we'll see what
0: happens. Season 5, Season five. either there's no Russia plot, or it is the, fi- the finality of the Russia plot where it's like, oh, here's where well, the Well, I'm not just talking about called.
1: Russians. I'm just saying, like, in general like what the hell is gonna happen you know I'm, I'm just assuming a giant swarm of upside down creatures are gonna attack the, the only
0: thing i know for season five just because of the way they frame that last shot is oh, will yeah. is the centerpiece mm-hmm. uh will is like when at the end of se- <laughs> at the end of season four when will's like yeah but i still feel it. he's still out yeah, right. there blah 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 and then it, like the camera turns <laughs> and it's him looking off in the distance with everybody and then it's like him in the center with like nancy and uh Uh, Will's brother uh, over his shoulder in the shot I'm like okay so Will's the main focus of the season but we're also gonna look at what the crap is going on between Nancy and and Will's brother and that's like the main appeals of the story I guess
2: the only thing that'll draw me into uh, Stranger Things season 5 is if the main antagonist is Nancy Reagan or Ronald Reagan how about that they're the bad guys of the 80s
0: oh my gosh (laughs) all right that's all the time we have for today guys
1: thank you so much for joining us on another episode of razzle dazzle make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet make sure to follow us on instagram at razzle dazzle show and on tiktok at razzle underscore dazzle underscore show make sure to tune in every thursday on the live 365 app eagle radio station for we are live from 12 to 1 we'll catch you on the upside down (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, he did not glow up
2: Noah?
0: Oh, he's yeah still 17 there's there's late bloomers for sure but i'm
1: saying like in, in season four he did not
0: glow yeah. up at all as a kid although well, sure the point is that's not, fine the point is not to like it yeah all right recordings already He's supposed to look like that kid who doesn't have friends and just hangs out with his mom. Because he is. <laughs> hey, if
1: my mom was Winona Ryder, I hang out with her all the time.
0: Nah. What? Nah, still be hanging out with your mom. Right? It's a Winona freaking writer. Well, to you, it wouldn't be.
2: That would just, it guess. would be your It'd mom. Be your mom. <laughs> it would be your mom, and then it would be Winona White Ryder. You know what I'm saying? And would you like Winona Ryder right, if she fine. was your mom? Definitely I'd rather not. have her
1: as my mommy. How about
2: that? That's dead mm-hmm. Okay, well, we've got that on on air. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's,
0: that's for so re- many
1: people will
2: agree with me.
0: That's that's
2: gonna exist forever on the wavelength. Good,
0: for the record. The energy Jerry you put out into the universe. a writer as his mommy. Yes.